Fanatics, welcome everyone to Fanatics 32 in 32, where I count down 32 teams in 32 days uh, before the first game of the season. Um, so this will be it daily if you haven't been listening. Um, it comes out every single day for 32 days all the way up to uh, the first game of the NFL season. Um, And today I am on power ranking number 27, the Bears. Um, And they, I I feel, so there's these teams that kind of like have become the enemy of the Panthers uh, for whatever reason. Um, I, I think everybody's like on the, Everybody wants to have won the Bryce trade, right? The the to number one. Um, so instead of people just being like, "Yeah, I think the Panthers and the Bears both won," everybody's like, "Oh no, you guys are going to stink. You guys gave up so much. We stole these picks from you." Or, "Oh man, you only got these picks. You missed out on this great player. Good luck with Justin Fields." Guys, they both won. They're both. It's an even trade. Relax, everybody. Relax. So I feel like I kind of have to go a little deeper. Um, on the Bears, especially because I have them at 27th, which is pretty low, I think, for some Bears fans, um, as, as the Saints, right? Because I think the, the, what people are going to think is like, oh, you're just hating on the Bears because of you know, you're pushing your Panthers narrative. And blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to go a little bit longer on this probably than most of them. Um, so the under, over-under for the Bears is uh, seven and a half wins. So what's kind of odd to me about that is – uh, Eberflus has three wins ever. Um, Justin Fields is five and 20, and they expect seven and a half wins from a team that had three wins last year with no huge upgrades. Um, so I did just, uh, I'm glad I waited this long to do the podcast because uh, Ngakwe just signed with the Bears, which they're, they're making some good, good signings with the money they have. They're just kind of doing everything a little backwards than uh other people do like for example um uh look at uh the the broncos or the jets or these guys that like build up this roster and they just need the quarterback it feels like what the bears are doing is get the quarterback and then kind of build the roster around it um so it's different but we'll see i mean it might work who knows um uh, Eberflus comes from which that's, this is also crazy is that Eberflus and, and Reich work together like they like each other like we should like Bears fans and Panthers fans should like each other um, but Eberflus wasn't a defensive guy I'm not as a whole in on defensive coaches um, but a uh, defensive head coaches but they work out Bel- Belichick's a defensive guy um, uh, um, Harbaugh is a good, is a defensive. I mean, I mean, he's kind of, he's, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, you can win as a defensive coach, um, obviously. Um, so let's just get like this broad overview of what we think the plan is for the Bears. Um, so one, they traded back for more picks, so they wanted more picks. So it automatically tells you they're trying to build. They're not really trying to win right now. They're trying to build. And then let's look at their their picks, right? Um, first round offensive line, Darnell Wright. A second round defensive line, um, uh, Gervin Dexter. I think it's Gervin. Sorry if I mispronounced it. Uh, uh, another second round, uh, Stevenson, defensive back. 
um, third uh, defensive line Pickens, and uh, fourth a running back in uh, Roshan Johnson. So no, none of those guys are win now guys. Like a lot of the guys that you can get in early rounds um, that can help you right away, running backs, uh, receivers, um, I guess defensive backs can, when you look at Sauce, Sertain, uh, Horn, like those guys like were good right away. Um, but for the most part, I mean, we, we sat there and watched um, uh, as, as a Panthers fan, uh, uh, Derek Brown didn't really break out until year three. I feel like defensive linemen in general are like that. Took Burns a little bit as a pass rusher. Um, I mean, look at you know Hutchinson. Uh, he was fine, but it wasn't great his first year. So it these all look like kind of two, three year ahead picks for where they want to be, and not this year. So when people talk, listen, they're basically telling you we're not trying to win right now. We're trying to win in two years, three years. What's odd about that is that you have to know that Fields is going to be your future because if he's not, you're basically starting all over again. Um, so they're doing it a little different, but it might work. Um, it, it, who knows? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I Whatever. Um, and then you look at their what, – what else is different about them is, well, they did just get a pass rusher, so that's good. But usually, like, if you're going to spend $100 million, you're going to go – Heavy left tackle. You're going to go uh, heavy on uh, edge rusher, which they did. Safety, corner, um, uh, quarterback, um, wide receiver. Like, those are the ones that you're going to spend a lot of money on if you're going to win right now. They spend their money on Edmonds, Edwards. Um, they did get a lineman in Davis. They got defensive line, Billings, Green, Walker. Um, and they, they, they brought DJ, DJ Moore in, which what I talked about um uh, receiver, um, and I guess they, they spent a second rounder on uh, Claypool last year. So they're just doing it in kind of an odd way. It's just kind of interesting, kind of odd. It doesn't look like uh, it looks like they're trying to kind of just throw things in a pot and hope that it works without like a real sort of plan. And in not, I'm not talking about in like how I feel about the position, but in uh, as sort of a rule. In defense, you can find linebackers, right? You care more about the edge rushers or the D-tack or the safety. Um, you can find linebackers. Uh, the Raiders, we, we cut um, Denzel Perryman or we, 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 we traded him for like a fifth rounder or something, and he ended up being a pro bowler in, uh, in Oakland or in um, Las Vegas. So it's just odd. It's just odd. They're spending money in odd places. They're drafting people at, the, at odd times. If I were them, I would have traded Fields, started over with Bryce, or um, whoever you liked in, in the class. Um, so it not, not because I don't like Fields, because of the way they're building their team. Um, so I, I, I'll, I'll digress. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all of that. I just kind of – it's just interesting. I, I think the, this team and what they're doing is interesting, and I, I'm trying to follow along, but I just don't really get it. Um, so let's, let's go – let's see what their schedule is. Actually, let me preface – with their schedule. Let me do some O-line, D-line, because I think those are really, really important. The rest, these are PFF grades. The rest, you can you can scheme stuff, like for pass rush, for, for receivers, for um, backs, for tight ends, all that kind of stuff. Um, so some of that comes down to coaching. But O-line and D-line, can you, can you stop the run? Can you rush the passer? Can you protect the quarterback? And can you run the ball? Uh, their O-line this year is ranked uh, 21st, which ain't great. 
Um, and their D-line is ranked 31st, which ain't great. Um, and I think that their problem is going to be a lot the same problem as the Saints, is you're just going to be on the field too much because you've got a lot of teams that you're going against that can run the football, right? Like too many too many players on that – on too many coaches can see that your defensive line is not very good and they're just going to run right at you. Um, so if you're the 31st ranked D-line, maybe they maybe they had a defensive coach. Maybe they upgrade that. They did get some new guys in. Um, I mean, they got six guys in the front seven and um, some of them be rotational pieces. But so, but PFF has them 31. So let's go through the schedule. So I got uh, Green Bay at home. That's a loss. They're just going to run at you. And you got you got to have some time, some time to gel. Um, and they're, they got two great backs. They got a pretty good line. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna ease their quarterback, their new quarterback in. So I think they're just gonna run the ball heavily, and I think they're gonna have a lot of success because Bears don't have a good defensive line. Um, they were at Tampa Bay. I think that's a loss for the Bears because it's on the road, and I think Tampa has been hearing how bad they're supposed to be. And the first couple of games, I think they come out really, really fired up, and then you know they showed their true colors. Um, and it's on the road. So I think Tampa, Tampa Bay's got good players, man. They they really do. Um, and I'll talk about them on the next uh, pod because they're my sneak peek. They're uh, my uh, 26th best team. Um, and uh, so I got them a loss uh, at Tampa Bay. At Kansas City, of course, it's a loss. Um, at home, they get Denver. Denver is coming off uh, a loss, in my opinion, uh, to Miami. And then the following week, they have the Jets. So I think that they are looking ahead to the Jets already. Who knows if they're going to be able to run the ball? They don't have a great offensive line. Uh, we'll see what Javante Williams just look, looks like. It's early in the season. I don't think they're going to have a lot of success running it. I think the Bears are amped up at home against Denver. And I think uh, they beat Denver, so that's a win. They go to, uh, to Washington. Uh, Washington, I think, has a at least the top three defense in football. Uh, they're on the road, and um, I think Washington wants to run the ball, and they have success um, against the Bears. They got Minnesota at home. I, I'm i not sold on Alexander Madison. I'm not sold on their offensive line as a whole. If you're going to uh, – teams like you they – they saw them twice last year. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball as effectively as the, uh, these other teams will against the Bears. Um, and the Bears' sort of strength is their secondary. Um, I mean, it's not a big strength, but it's it's better than their their defensive defensive line. Um, so I have that as a win. Uh, so right now we're starting off two and uh, four in the first uh, six. Then they get the Raiders uh, at home. Josh Jacobs, they're going to run the ball. You can't stop it. So I got I got uh, Raiders winning that game at Chargers. No way they're winning. At New Orleans, that's – I think I talked about this in the last one because I did the Saints uh, before or two two, um, two shows ago. That's interesting because they both aren't – ain't great. Like, they both don't have good offensive lines, don't have good defensive lines. I think that Bears can make plays in that because Lattimore has seen – Lattimore has seen TJ Moore so much. I think he knows his traits. I think the timing is going to still be coming in with DJ and Fields. Um, I feel like their offensive system 
is meh, uh, to be honest. I'm only giving that a loss to, to New Orleans because uh, it's on the road. If that was at home, I think I would have Bears winning that. You get Carolina Panthers at home. They just got better players. Um, honestly, they've got a better system. Um, Reich knows uh, uh, tendencies with um, Eberflus. Um, I think Eberflus also knows tendencies with Reich, but Reich also has uh, Thomas Brown bringing some um, new wrinkles, uh, Deuce Staley, uh, Jim Caldwell, um, um, uh, Josh McCown. Like he has more, he's integrating more thinking behind what he's doing where it doesn't feel like Eberflus is getting that same um, level of consulting. So I got uh, Carolina winning that. Um, so right now, we are at three and nine. Um, so they matched their win total uh, in the first 12 games. Or is that three? Three and eight. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so then they're at Detroit. That's a loss. They're not going to be able to stop the run. It's too good of offensive line. Uh, at Minnesota, I don't think they can beat Minnesota twice. Um, so it's a revenge game for Minnesota. Uh, they win at home to Detroit. They just saw them. They're at home. They need a win. Those guys uh, show up. Um, I think that's a win for them. Uh, then they're at Cleveland. It's on the road. And uh, Cleveland, I think, is going to be in the hunt for the playoffs. So I don't think they're making the playoffs. But I think they're going to be in the hunt. And they really need to win that. So I think it's a loss for them. Arizona is going to be given up on, at this point. So they beat Arizona. They're going to lose to Atlanta. Because Atlanta is going to be close. I think I had them just missing the playoffs, and they're going to run the ball. Can't stop the run. Um, so it's a loss, and then you're at Green Bay, and I think they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. So I got that as a loss too. Because those last two, they're both going to be fighting for spots. Your season's going to be pretty much over. They'll start, you know, resting, putting guys on IR, resting guys, all that kind of stuff. So overall, I have them at five and twelve, which equals their win total or Justin Fields' win total for the last two years combined. So it is a it's it's moving up. Um, yeah. So you you it's it's in the right direction. I know they had a lot of close games last year, but um, a lot of a lot of the closeness was because, in my opinion, Justin Fields just made the same plays. I don't think you can duplicate what he. Let me see what he had. Fifth. They have fifteen hundred yards rushing and eight touchdowns. Is that am I reading that right? I think he has fifteen hundred yards rushing and eight touchdowns. No way, that's right. Either way, he had a lot of yards rushing and eight touchdowns. Um, the problem is, last two years, twenty-four touchdowns, twenty-one interceptions, twenty-eight fumbles. So when he is running, not taking care of the ball. Um, 59.7 career completion percentage, averaging around, you know, 2,000 yards per year. Um, that's not good. And uh, quarterback rating of 79.4. So they're all – everything's pointing to them getting younger. They traded away Roquan Smith. Um, uh, was a keen picks last year, I think. Um, they let Montgomery go. Uh, I don't – it didn't seem – because Herbert had some good games last year. It didn't seem like they liked him, though. Like, he, when Montgomery came back, Herbert was kind of, like, kicked out. It was, like, Montgomery's job again. And they draft this uh, this kid, uh, Roshan Johnson, and that's kind of like – a lot of people are, are considering him, like, a, a sleeper kind of uh, player. Um, so, I wouldn't – I don't know if, if Herbert's going to be the starter by the end of the season. So, 
they get young. Um, they get young everywhere. Claypool's still young. I think he's in his fourth season. Mooney's in his third. Uh, DJ's in his sixth or seventh, seventh. Um, Fields is in his third. Uh, you're drafting all these guys in the offensive defensive line as rookies. So they're just all starting out. It's, it's, this is all this is all pointing to a two three year rebuild, all of it. I don't see they just gave a commit a contract. Um, and he's young. Um, I, I I just don't see these young guys. Granted, I think a lot of them have a lot of talent. Um, Coaching is going to matter. I think Eberflus is uh, fourth in line for um, uh, fourth best odds to be fired first. Um, I, I just don't know if he's very good at a uh, very good coach. I think he's a better defensive coordinator than coach. I don't even know if he's a very good defensive coordinator. Um, but I don't, I don't see anything pointing to seven and a half wins. Nothing. Like, I don't see a team this young winning seven and a half games. All you're pointing it on is the excitement of Justin Fields. That's, that's not going to do it. An exciting player isn't going to win games. Well, he was exciting last year. They win three games. Oh, I mean, the, oh we got DJ Moore. DJ Moore had 888 yards last year, and he's going to a worse, uh, even a worse quarterback. Which I'm not saying Justin Fields worse. I'm saying that he doesn't. He's not a great pass. Like, he's hasn't been a great passer as of yet, and it takes some time for quarterback and receiver to get timing. Um, especially if you don't have any time, if you have a 21st worst offensive line, and you got guys uh, rushing you. I mean, you're looking at Tampa. You're going against Tampa Bay, who's going to come after you with uh, Vontae David, um, Vita Vea. I'm sure the big dude just, like, coming at you. Uh, and then you're going to go to Kansas City with Chris Jones. And then you're going to go um, to Washington with Payne and Chase Young. And, you know, you just gotta go, you're going to go against these guys over and over. And you're going to get uh, a Max Crosby. Uh, you're going to get um, uh, Joey Bosa. And uh, you're just going to get these guys over and over and over again. And if your line is not very good, He's just gonna. He's just not gonna have the time, um, and I don't think that the coaching staff's good enough to scheme these guys open. Um, there's not. I all I can do right now as a whole. I know I just gave like a lot of information, but I feel like I have to because I don't want this to feel like I'm trying to say that I think that this team will not be eventually good. They're just too young. They're just all too young. They don't have. I mean, I know Edmonds is a vet, but that I mean, you had Roquan Smith last year, and you're still terrible. So, I mean, I think she's rebuilding. I think you're. I think rebuilding. Um, I think um, Ngakwe is like kind of a weird signing because um, he's a one year deal, and you're not trying to be competitive. I think it's more of a a fan signing, like a look, we're trying to win by tickets kind of sign, signing. Um, because he, I mean, he doesn't make you that much better. I mean, he gets sacks, but your problem is that you can't stop the run. You're not good at rushing the passer, but you can't stop the run. So um, we'll see. Um, touch, let's touch on the receivers a little bit. I like Mooney, but we need to pump the brakes on him. Uh, he had one 1,000-yard season. He's a six-rounder. He's a good player, but hold off a little bit on him. Claypool, all I've heard about reports is doesn't want to practice, lazy, stupid athletic. And he has, I mean, he's, he put up, when he was in Pittsburgh, he put up yards, man. But when people talk, listen, and Pittsburgh was like, see ya, bro. Why would Pittsburgh do that with a guy that was in his third year? If he's super, if he's that talented, 
there's got to be something. There's got to be something there. And sometimes guys just need um, a, a fresh start. But you're going through the stability of Pittsburgh to a first year head coach last year that won three games into the second year. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna be able to fix yourself or your game or whatever in Pittsburgh, um, I don't know if it's possible to do it because that's that's where all receivers want to go. That's where all receivers become breakouts. Like that's that's like receiver you, I guess, for the NFL. Um, everybody go, who goes to Pittsburgh is, is good. So we'll we'll see. I like Cole Commit, but people act like he's you know this top 15 to 10, five guy. He's probably somewhere between 10 and 15 in, in tight ends. Um, but like, it's a, it's a tight end. Like, I, tight ends matter in fantasy football and they matter when you're Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller and uh, George Kittle and those like elite guys. But once you get down, they're just how, how much better is he than Hayden Hurst? Like how much you're kind of like in that, you know, Gerald Everett, Higby, you know, those kind of guys, uh, so I like Kokomit, and they paid him, and they like him, and he can definitely grow in this uh, system. And I think that's going to matter more than his talent is being able to grow with Fields and have that um, that connection. So I don't want to like delay it too long because I feel like I've already told you how I feel about this. Overall, it's interesting what they're doing because it's a little backwards, um, and it's. It's they're obviously telling you we're not we're not winning this year. We're not trying to win this year. We're trying to win next year or the year after because the kind of guys they drafted, the kind of guys they, they brought in. Um, and honestly, I think I think him I think they're gonna give Iberflus probably if they if they end up going if they start the season two and four, you might see um, they might they might fire Iberflus. I th- I think we'll see what the offense looks, but. It didn't look great last year, and it was basically Justin Fields or nothing. So you get in. Say you get Thomas Brown, man. Say you get Thomas Brown. Uh, I mean, Fitterer and um, uh, the GM for for Chicago, they're they're buddies. I mean, they'll, they'll talk. If Thomas Brown does something with um, with uh, the Panthers this year, look out. That could be your that could be your coach um, in two years. So I said. I'm saying the same thing over and over again. I don't want to vamp too long. Um, this was actually shorter than I thought it was going to be, but I just wanted to make sure that I got everything in and got my full point across because I don't want Bears fans come after me. Like, I'm just hating on them because I'm a Panthers fan and they weirdly have beef now, I guess. Um, but thanks for listening. Um, coming at you next time, which will be tomorrow, unless you're listening to this delayed, then it might be today. So we'll see. All right. Uh, catch you next time. Let me see if I can get some like really cool outro. Like, um, uh, thanks for watching. We'll figure it out next time. All right. Bye y'all.